1: Welcome back to Cook and Joe. We have a very special visitor. We're in Canton at the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and we've just been blown away by the Steeler exhibit, the legacy forged in black and gold, and really by the whole place here. I had never been here. Ron's been here before. I had never been in the room to our right with all the bronze busts in it. It's, it, it takes your breath away. It literally really. does. And here with us right now is John Kendall, the Vice President of Archives and Exhibits here at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And, John, the Steelers exhibit, wow. Everything from Joe Green's shoes from his final game, Jack Lambert's shoes, um, the six original Lombardis, the 27 busts. This is phenomenal. What was the inspiration for this?
2: Yeah, well, well thanks for having me on. Um, you know, really the inspiration was I, I, I don't think that – you know, when we're very self-critical here. And as, as you walk through the museum, I appreciate all the, the kind words about the uh, exhibits and, and the history that we tell. Um, but, but as we, we looked at ourselves um, with a critical eye, I, I don't think we did a, a good job of highlighting specific mm-hmm. team histories. And so, you know, we kind of made it our mission. Um, you know, I've been in this role about a year now. And made it our mission to really start telling the team histories uh, in, a, in a much uh, deeper way. And so, you know, what better franchise to, to kick this off with than the Pittsburgh Steelers? I mean, what a rich history. Always been great partners to us. Uh, the proximity, you know, a two-hour drive up here from, from Pittsburgh to Canton. Uh, you know, it it was kind of a no-brainer to to kind of kick things off with Steelers and then follow that up with the Cleveland Browns here um, after uh, the Steelers come off exhibit. So, uh, great, uh, great franchise. We were able to connect with the Steelers organization. Uh, They helped us out, obviously, with the Lombardi trophies. Linnell Nunn, uh, Bill Nunn's wife, uh, helped us out with the uh, Bill Nunn's six Super Bowl rings. And so, you know, for us, the first time that the bronze busts, the uh, Lombardi six Lombardi trophies, and the six championship rings in one place under one roof at one time. So,
3: mm. how do you get all this stuff? How do you get these artifacts?
2: Yeah, it's a great question. You know, we are constantly looking. Um, you know, particularly from the newer artifacts. Um, at, at the history that is going to be made that upcoming season. And then we're, we're constantly in communication with the league and all 32 clubs. We have connections with, with all 32 clubs. So as a record is broken, you know, we're reaching out to our contacts and uh, they're putting us in touch either with the player or sometimes the, the team handles that. And, you know, the nice thing about uh, uh, NFL uniform is there's a lot of pieces and parts. So if a player wants to keep... Uh, the uniform, maybe it's the football, or you know, if it's a receiving record, then we maybe we get the gloves. Um, and so, uh, just a lot of great partnership. And so we're, we're constantly um, monitoring those things. And then, you know, from the the historical perspective, um, every day I have people reaching out to me, uh, whether it be giving me a phone call or sending me an email of artifacts that they've collected, uh, former players, coaches, their families. Uh, have large collections they're contacting us and and asking you know what they can do or what they should do with it and so we're 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 always um, welcoming those calls and you know if it's not something that they want to donate to us we'll help them figure out how to preserve it uh, within their own facility Um, but but it's always nice when when they want it to come here because we you know uh, we care for these things like a smithsonian would we're an accredited museum less than one percent of museums in this country are accredited through the american alliance of museums um and uh you know we have that accreditation so we are really handling these artifacts like they're they're priceless pieces of art and we're caring for them that way so that future generations of fans friends and and family of, of of those individuals who set those records or or uh, created that legacy, uh, can come here and see those uh, here in Canton. Uh,
3: Not like, Chiefs just won the Super Bowl last year. Is there something from Mahomes in here already? I mean, one day he's going to have one of those busts. I know that, but...
2: Absolutely. So in our Super Bowl gallery, we actually have... uh, What's really cool, and I've kind of challenged our team here, is, you know, as you walk through the museum, you'll see a lot of uniforms. You'll see a lot of footballs and and helmets. And uh, sometimes it can get a little... a a little exhausting to see so many, you know, uniforms, uh, gallery after gallery. And so we've we've really tried to figure out, you know, what are some unique items that we can we can capture from some of the some of the history. Um, You know, we do have a uniform from Patrick Mahomes, but uh, from this past Super Bowl uh, after they won, you know, He donated his warm-up hoodie, and so it's got the sleeves mm. cut off. And what's really unique about that hoodie is that it was honoring Len Dawson, one of our Hall of Famers. Uh, Len had passed away last year, and so his hoodie actually had uh, a picture of Len Dawson on the back of it and Len Dawson's uh, autograph or signature with uh, HOF on it, and, and that was really cool. So that's on display in our Super Bowl gallery right now along with Andy Reid's uh, um outfit that he wore during the super Bowls, and i love
1: the belichick hoodie in there as well it's john kendall vp of archives and exhibits here at the pro football hall of fame legacy forged in black and gold that's the steelers exhibit and steeler fans rolling in along those same lines john jack lambert is sort of famously reclusive how did you come up with his shoes that's question one and two the left foot, I don't know if it was a toe injury on his left foot that caused him to retire, but there's extra tape on that shoe.
2: Yeah, that, that's a great artifact, and uh, he donated that. Uh, I'd have to look at our database and the provenance on that, but I believe it came in after he was enshrined. Uh, we always uh, communicate to our Hall of Famers about how we share their story and preserve their legacy, and, and so that was something I believe that came in uh you know, after he was announced or selected uh, to be a pro football hall of famer uh, but it's an incredible story because you, you don't think of a linebacker, well, first of all, you don't think of a toe injury as being that significant. But when you're uh, playing any sport, but particularly football and linebacker, you know, you're using your feet and, and that toe to push off on everything that you do. And um, so that was a he War in 83. He had about a bout of turf toe. A lot of people think turf toe, that's nothing big, but it's actually a... A really painful injury and it actually you know something that he couldn't get over and, and get his his toe to heal properly ultimately kind of pushing him into retirement uh,
0: we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: After the 84 season,
0: so.
3: Mm. John, I'm from Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. You might have heard of somebody that came from there. Mm. We watched a little video back there. It's just sensational. How did it come about that Joe, narrow, Joe Namath narrated that?
1: Felt like he was there
2: it with the hologram. Like it,
3: it felt like he was there.
2: Absolutely. And, and he does such a great job for us, such a, a good friend of the Hall of Fame. And uh, a few years ago when A Game for Life Theater was developed um, – you know, it was funny, we would we would sit in, and talk about, you know, we, we want to represent all of our Hall of Famers uh, as, as best as we can throughout the museum, and, and we have a lot of square footage here. It's probably about 110,000 square feet of exhibit space within our museum, and uh, so a few years ago we were talking about who was kind of underrepresented, and Joe Namath was one of these guys that um, was surprisingly underrepresented mm. in our exhibits. And um, then we had a temporary exhibit that was uh, a football card collection, and Joe Namath rookie card as the top's tall boy um, was uh, one of the featured cards in that collection and and joe namath uh you know was represented pretty well within that exhibit and then we did the uh the holographic theater and joe signed on to kind of be the narrator in the hologram and uh so now all of a sudden joe is one of the more represented hall of famers uh but he's just been great to work with and loves the hall of fame uh, so when he comes back, uh, I mean, you should see him interact with the fans. I no. mean, you bring Joe Namath in here; he walks around and uh, he's hugging on fans, and and you know, just you know, a huge smile on his face.
3: I'm biased, I know, but uh, there's nobody that brought more fame to the NFL than Joe Namath from Super Bowl three, and he did the "I guarantee it" yeah. in there. I mean, no one has brought more fame to the league.
2: I, I have a great story uh, about Joe too, and and it it, it actually. Um, is a story about John Madden as well. And uh, I I got to build a a relationship with Coach Madden before he passed away. And uh, he and I would talk on a weekly basis. um, And we set up what we call the the Guardians of the Game conference calls. And we would get – some of our more senior hall of famers to join a conference call once a month. And he and I would build historical topics that we would discuss with this group. And I would kind of set them up and, and, and then just let them, you know, kind of have that locker room chatter and, and they would laugh and we would send them lunch and we would record these. And, uh, we started to, to branch off and do some one-on-ones or, or two-on-one conversations. So coach Madden and I would call, you know, Raymond Berry or Joe Namath in this instance. And one of the great things that came out of that, and trust me, I was just a fly on the wall in, in the conversation between Coach Madden and Joe Namath, uh, and to hear Coach, he, he tells Joe, um, you know, Lamar Hunt founded the American Football League, but you, Joe Namath, you made the American Football League. And when I was offered a position with the Oakland Raiders, I was concerned about, you know, am I, you know, my goal is to be an NFL coach and am I taking a step back if I join the American Football League as a coach? And he said, but when I saw Joe Name sign with the American Football League, I said to myself, and this is Coach Madden, he says, You know, if the AFL is good enough for Joe Namath, (laughs) it's good enough (laughs) for John Madden. And, uh, you know, I'll I'll never forget that conversation. And uh, just incredible. Great story.
1: John, we were told by another gentleman today that the Troy Polamalu bust is the heaviest one in the Hall of Fame because of the hair. I thought he was joking. He was serious. Uh how long does it take generally to to create one of these busts?
2: Well, Blair Boswell is our sculptor, and they come out of his fact uh, his foundry in, in Utah, and um, you know, really, it starts the uh, Saturday. Before the Super Bowl, you know, we meet with our new class. We, we make that announcement on Thursday of NFL Honors and uh, or at NFL Honors. And, and then Saturday before the Super Bowl, we meet with the new class and we start taking all their measurements for their Hall of Fame gold jacket uh, by Hager and by, uh, you know, they, they get measured for their ring from, from uh, the K Jeweler Ring of Excellence. And then uh, Blair and I sit down with them, and, and Blair he has his calipers, and he starts measuring <laughs> their their facial structure for their for their bronze bust. And then we don't receive the bust until ten days before enshrinement in August. So literally, that whole time is is what it takes. You know, from Feb, uh, early February to late July, early August. Uh, that that's. You know the process of, of creating that bust, and so, um, yeah, it's it's a, you know a, a pretty incredible process. You know, in between there, uh, the Hall of Famers will fly out to Utah, or Blair will fly out to them to kind of do the the last you know bits of cleaning up that that uh, mold before they they go into casting it. John, Bucklemore.
3: I w- I w- just want to get but real quickly one back to John Madden. I almost feel. So sacrilegious to mention his name here among these guys. He never got over the Franco catch, did he? Did you, know, you ever talk to him about that?
2: Well, I, I did have some, some general conversations. And, and, you know, he, from from my perspective of, of talking to him about it, you know, it, it wasn't so much about, you know, whether he, whether the ball hit the ground, whether it didn't, <laughs> whether it, you know, ricocheted. Um, it, it was more about the... Officials and how long it took them to actually determine what had happened, and I I think Coach, you know, just kept saying, "Call what you saw. If you saw it, you know, call it. If not, then let's move on." And 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 I think that was, you know, one of his biggest frustrations. But but uh, at the end of the day, you know, I, I won't say that that I had the conversation that he ever got over it. But but I think he had, you know come to come to grips that it happened and it wasn't going to change and and so he, he had moved forward but but uh...
1: John we appreciate the time yes, we do. this was fantastic John Kendall VP
2: of archives
1: and exhibits here at the Pro Football Hall of Fame more and more Steeler fans now uh, attending today rolling through today have you gotten a, a big response here everybody I've talked to today is just blown away by it
2: we we have and and last weekend you know the weather was uh, a bit against us you know cold weather icy weather and so so that had uh, a little bit to do with it but today this is this is great to see everybody uh, at the Hall of Fame enjoying it. Um, you know, this is the first time that we've ever taken the Hall of Fame busts out of the Hall of Fame gallery and and put them all together wow. by team. You know, and so this is something we want to continue to do for for all the different clubs. But you know, it, it, it's it's quite the scene to to look over and see those you know 27 Steelers you know cast in bronze uh, all together.
3: Who has the team. most? The Bears, Packers.
2: The, the, the Bears do. Yeah, they're they're number one, and I think it's 32. Okay. Uh, Somewhere, somewhere wow. close to that. Yeah, I figured
3: I mean. the Packers might be pretty high too.
2: Yeah, thirty for the Bears, twenty-eight for the Packers, um, and, and those are those are primary members of the of the club. So, thank you, John. Oh, my pleasure. We thank really
1: appreciate it. The exhibit is called "Legacy Forged in Black and Gold," and it is truly something to see. And it was an easy drive, Ron and I made down here together today. So, you should come check it out. In the weeks ahead. Thanks again, John.
2: My pleasure. Thank you, guys. Good luck with this. It's
1: beautiful. Appreciate Appreciate it. 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19, Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Coming up, Jeff Hathorne. Talk about Steelers, Penguins, title games, everything with him. Uh, Amazing stuff there,
3: wasn't it, Joe? Yeah, that was great. Just great.
1: Our intrepid reporter, Jeff Hathorne. Next, fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. SunChevy.com. High of 60, rain, and possible snow this weekend. Uh, The high of 60, that was for today. It's Cookin' Joe.